You're listening to Rise and Shine, broad chats with real women in small business. We explore the wisdom, stumbles, and wins of females who are carving out their own path in the free fall of business ownership. I'm your host, Rachel Green, SEO copywriter and founder of Shine Copy. Let's do it. Hey, Carly. It's so great to have you on my podcast, Rise and Shine. You're an extraordinary website designer and Google whisperer. Um, you once booked a client based on a photo, based on a t-shirt you were wearing in a photo shoot. <laughs> um, you're a straight shooting, non-coffee drinking business owner, and you're a cheerleader to so many, including me. And it's really a delight to have you here with me. So thank you. Oh, wow. What an intro. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you remember that I'm not a coffee drinker. (laughs) (laughs) So, Carly, tell us about you, who you are, what you do, what lights you up. Sure. Well, as you said, I'm a web designer, um, non-coffee drinking web designer. (laughs) I'm also a mum. But, yeah, so primarily I build websites for uh, uh, service-based businesses, lots of copywriters, love working with copywriters. Um, photographers, marriage celebrants, psychologists, like a large variety of industries that I get to work with, which is something that I really love because every day is different. Every website is different. Every client is different. And it just makes things um, really fun all the time. Um, I I kind of have recently dabbled back into e-commerce website builds, um, because I just um, keep getting asked to do them. <laughs> and I was like, I want to help everyone. So I've started doing that again just in the last couple of months. Um, and the other half of my business or my services is that I'm an SEO specialist. Um, and I have one main SEO service, which is keyword research um, and optimizing people's websites for SEO. Um, so that is me going into their website and making it as Google-friendly as I can, um, making sure that the business and the website has all of the best keywords um, in there where they need to get found by both Google and by humans. Um, One for Google because they need to know who you are, what you do, and the people that you're trying to reach um, in order to know where to put you in search results and how to rank you and all those kinds of things. And a lot of people think of that and just go, no, thanks. Don't want to have anything to do with that. Don't understand it. Um, and they have a bit of a, a fear, a barrier against SEO in that, in that respect because it just all seems too hard. So a large part of what I do is trying to simplify the heck out of SEO. Um, and I like to try and educate people um, using like non-techie words and making sure that um, they are at a point where they feel like they understand just the basics even and that going forward they don't have to fear it they will tackle it they'll it'll just become a natural thing that they do in their business like they would posting on social media um so yeah i try really hard to simplify it make it less scary for people and yeah it's that it just becomes a part of people's businesses every day so yeah that's primarily what i do Awesome. That is, um, yeah, I think the way that you simplify it is what makes it, I guess, so accessible for people and what makes you as a business owner and your brand so appealing because you do simplify it and break it down and make it actionable. And I think that's the fear and the overwhelm and the, oh, my gosh, it's too technical. That's 
what pulls yeah. people, like what stops people from getting their heads Absolutely. around it. Um, but I guess it's interesting to ask from your point of view, why do small business owners even need SEO? I mean, social media is everything, right? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, definitely well, you not. You know what? The whole point of social media is to get them off your social media and onto your website because that's where exactly. all the magic happens. So, yeah, so why do we need SEO is because we want people to find us. Um, they're not always going to find us on social media or even if you're on social media and you don't have a proper strategy in place or you're not linking your products or you're just not, you know, doing everything you need to do there, then how else do people find you? You can't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's definitely what a lot of people tend to do. Um other people will not even look for you on social media. They'll just look for you on Google or they'll look for you in the local business directory in your local shire. Like they're going to need to find you. They're going to look for a home. It's naturally what we do. We naturally look for you people and services and products on Google. Um, and then we go to your website and that's where we buy. Um, so if you don't have, if you have a website and you don't have SEO, then you're pretty much saying, uh, well, you're, you're hoping that people will just find you. And it's just not going to happen like that. Um, so, yeah, no, it is the only way to get town online. Uh, I mean, there's other ways like social media, like we said, but, again, you can't put all your eggs in that one basket. Yes, that is so true. And we all fall, I think, into that trap from time to time of thinking, oh, I'll just focus on this on my socials or I'll just focus on my podcast or my email marketing. We kind of do the easiest thing rather yeah. than the thing that's, Probable. It's fun free. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> But also SEO is free for you, like for business owners. We can do, mm. if we learn about it and we do it ourselves, which it's very possible to do, it's actually like mm. a free thing that can just have so much impact on your business. So thanks exactly. for explaining that. <laughs> um, oh. Before we go any further, though, let's break it down for those people who might be only half listening because they're walking the dog or doing, doing the vacuuming or whatever. Um, Google doesn't really mind what platform you build your website on, right? No, 100%. They don't give a shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it is not the platform. It's what you do on the platform. It's the content that you create. It's the user experience on your website. It's how easy it is to buy a product or sign up for your service. It's your imagery. It's your copy. It's your content. It's what you do on it. And it's your keywords and how you set up the website for SEO. It has absolutely nothing to do with what platform that you use. And I think that is half the battle with people who don't know what platform to use is because they saw someone in a Facebook group say that WordPress is best for SEO. So, or, or they've said, you know, someone else has said that you have to use Shopify um, or else you won't get anywhere. It, it's got nothing to do with platform. Um, it, it's what you do on it and also what you do off it to drive the traffic to it. Mm-hmm. Because there's no point in building this fantastic website and having the best content and all those kinds of things. Like everything is great, mobile friendly, keywords, blah, blah, blah. If you then don't go and tell the world about it. You can't just expect people then to just know that it's there, that they'll just magically appear and they'll just start buying your products and signing up for your services. If you don't shout it from the rooftops and you don't go and tell them directly via your Instagram or your email marketing or wherever, then they ain't going to know how to find you. So there's two parts of it. Um, And a lot of people just tend to think that if we've got the website, then it'll just happen and it just doesn't. So, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. That's a very important (laughs) thing, I think, to point out, whether you are just starting out, haven't started yet, or 
you're well down the path of business ownership because it does, I think, trip people up so often. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Kylie, you're a self-taught website uh, designer. I'm yeah. so curious to discover, you know, what did those early days in business look and feel like? Because you were um, in a really boring admin job before, I think you told me once. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had two babies. You'd had a traumatic pregnancy, a birth. Um, yeah. Yeah. What were those early days like for you? Clueless comes to mind. The word <laughs> clueless comes to mind. I had no idea what I was doing. Say, I had no experience in running a business, building websites, or even what I didn't even know what SEO was. I just sort of fell into it like one day. I accidentally came across it and started researching. So yeah, it looked like a hot mess, not knowing what I was doing, had no money to put into um, starting a business. Literally Googled the shit out of everything. <laughs> Googled how to build a website. Googled what is SEO. Like just, just dove into Google basically. And the more I learned, the more I practiced, the more I just fell in love with it. So, you know, I didn't make money really in the first couple of years. I reckon I, I remember charging someone 300 bucks for my first ever website, like actual <laughs> website. But I needed to practice and I needed to learn. So, you know, they helped me out, really. I'm sure they were like, yes, the website's 300 bucks. Yes, please. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I had no idea what I was doing. So, you know, it took it took a lot of practice, a lot of trial and error, a lot of research and people letting me build websites for their businesses, knowing that I was, you know, a beginner. But... I'm here like nine years later still doing it and you know I'm working full-time I'm making more money than I ever have in my life doing my own thing raising my kids like loving life basically absolutely love what I do I can't remember a time where I said I don't think I'll do this anymore um can't even imagine not doing this going forward in, in my future so yeah it was in the beginning it was a lot of um no idea, basically. <laughs> I think we can all relate because when you start out, you do just take a leap of faith, basically. And yep. like parenting, you make it up as you go along. Like I know for me, I'm, <laughs> I'm seven years into business ownership and I'm still like pinching myself like, are you really doing this? Wow, people pay you to do what you love and what you've got. Yeah. And, yeah, you still just, like I said, make it up as you go. Um, totally. And I feel I'm like. I'm still doing that. <laughs> yes. I feel like, um, you know, as you said, you did a like pretty shitty website in the beginning. I sometimes think back to when I first started copywriting and I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I feel so embarrassed. Too. Oh, my gosh. I look back at some of my first websites and absolutely cringe at them and just think, what was I thinking? But I wasn't thinking anything because I didn't know what I was doing. But you have to start somewhere. Exactly. And if you don't start, you'll never get better and you'll never progress in your skills. So totally. it may suck to start with, but you'll get better. <laughs> you don't realise, I think, how much you suck at the time. Like, look at us now in, in another five years. We'll be like, whoa, in 2022, we were so bad. But look at us now. Yeah. Also, I think it's... Um, it's evolution. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. But I think for our clients um, in the niches that we're in, anything that we give them is better than what they could do themselves. So, yeah, 
Yeah, Absolutely. it's okay. If we've, what we've done before was not... It's okay to suck. <laughs> yes, it's okay to suck. <laughs> as long as and, you get better and you still love it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay you're, luck. Yeah, you're always learning um, if you want Absolutely. to be learning and you seek it out, I guess. Um, yeah. And so um, were there any kind of like doubts or untruths you were telling yourself at the start, like I can't do this or... No. I don't know, nothing? <laughs> Probably <laughs> should have. Because like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that it was fun and I really enjoyed doing it. And the more that I learned, the more I fell in love with web design. Um, I just could see a future from the get-go. It was something I could do from home while raising kids or um, on the road where it didn't have to be chained to a desk every day. Like I could go and sit in the car down at the local park if I felt like like the freedom and the flexibility was really attractive to me Hmm. um and I also knew that if this didn't work out like if I got to the end of my 12 months maternity leave and was like I tried but it's really not working for me and I don't really love it it's fun but no then I could always find something else go back to a job or figure out something else I didn't ever have I didn't really have self-doubt. I probably should have, but I didn't because um, I think it just clicked naturally for me from the get-go and I could just visualise this future, future of me doing this nine years, ten years later. I could just see it. So, yeah, no, didn't have any doubt. Wow, that's incredible. I think, <laughs> yeah, some of us walk into it a bit blindly, which maybe like you did, which is Totally amazing. walked into it blindly, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I just don't remember going on oh, no, I can't do this even when I was making no money I'm like I'll get there, I'll get there. <laughs> yes <laughs> I think that self-belief does have a lot to do with business ownership totally. and your success and it's not even about like puffing your chest and saying oh I'm confident no. I can do this it's kind of like just an internal thing that you're it like, away yeah and yes yeah. exactly and you like I know that this is for me what I'm meant to be doing and it will work out it's yeah yeah totally um, and when you talked about your, you know, you have a vision of yourself and at the start of you doing it in nine years and, and, and having that flexibility and that kind of dream life that we all aim for. Um, I know that one thing that you always do that I'm always in awe of is you every year you choose a word to guide you in business and you talk about mm-hmm. it quite a lot at the start of the start of the year and throughout. Um, I'm curious to know how do you come up with that word and, and how does it help, I guess, keep you on track through the year? Yeah, how do I come up with it? I think I just look at what happened in the previous year, um, you know, events and what I did personally and what I did in my business, how did I feel about it, um, and then look towards, you know, the coming year and think, what do I actually want to get out of it? Like, what vibe do I want to get? Do I want to hustle harder? Do I want to step back? Do I want to find more joy? Do I want to expand my skills? I don't know. I just have a a good think about me in 12 months time and how I want to feel at the end of that 12 months mm-hmm. um, and then the word just sort of comes to me I suppose my my year for my word for this year was joy mm-hmm. um, which is really sort of simple but considering the last two years that we've had you know with coronavirus and and being locked down for like two years there wasn't a lot of joy because we couldn't sort of experience life like normal. I mean, there was definitely little joys and that was obviously, you know, being able to spend more time with kids and all that kind of thing. But I really wanted to experience more joy on a personal level because I have a, a probably a bad habit of work, 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 work because I'm a, get a bit obsessed with my work 
Um, so I really love trying to focus, <laughs> trying to like remind myself that there are other joys in life other than your business. Go and find those joys. And those things for me are like solo road trips or taking my kids away for a weekend and, you know, climbing a mountain. Or that could be the little things like catching up with friends more, um, just finding the little joys in, in every day as much as possible. So it's kind of like a self-reminder, I suppose, using that word. Yes. So, yeah. I think in business we've all felt like we want to please people. I know that's been, I guess, a battle for me at times. But have you ever come to a point in your business life when you realised, hang on, I don't actually want to please and help everyone. I'm okay to actually only serve or work with these particular clients. Yep. Yes, that particularly happened for me with e-commerce. Mm. Um, I Even though, like, I know what I'm doing there and I love Shopify, it's a great platform, um, I just wasn't finding the joy in building e-commerce websites and I was just doing it for income sake, to be honest, because I was getting asked to do it so I was like yep cool but I just wasn't filling my cup and I really love working with service-based businesses because I'm service-based and I don't know I just enjoyed that more so for a time there I just stopped offering e-commerce web builds Mm. um, because my heart wasn't in it but after about I would say 18 months or so of not doing them I started to like get back interested in it and like I said in the last couple of months I've started going back into e-commerce builds and I'm enjoying it again um so yeah I'm all I'm all for not doing things that that don't light you up I feel like you don't do a very good job of projects or services if your heart's not 100% in it Mm -hmm. um and I don't want to waste anyone's time if it's not for me then I'll be up front and be like I'm not the right fit for you I think this person might be a better fit I'll always refer people on to people I think that might be better suited to them um and yeah I'm I'm up front about about that from the start it's just not gelling with me and I'm not vibing it then I won't do it yeah so yeah I'm I'm totally the same particularly with like a brand if a brand comes to me and asks for me to write for them and the values don't align like I recently had a a stripper come and ask me to write for them and that (laughs) I don't know where in my messaging they got the idea that I would be a good fit but yeah I just had to say that I'm not, that's not for me, but I can suggest yeah. people who are comfortable writing about that. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think it does take, um, I don't know, I guess maybe just time in this, in the chair and at your desk and the courage yeah. to, to say, this is what I want to do and this is what I yeah. don't. And these are the people who I really feel joy working with and to chase and after that. it takes that. time to get to that point too, yes. especially when you're starting out. You say yes to everything and everyone, <laughs> and I certainly did. Because one, I needed to make money. Two, I needed to learn what I like. Um, and you don't know until you start, until you um, really get stuck into it, doing mm. different web, for me, doing different websites for different industries and different services. And uh, I didn't know what I didn't like doing until I did it. Yes. <laughs> so I, I feel like in the start, unless if you're not really sure yet, then just take on some projects to figure mm. it out. And mm. eventually you'll find a niche. Eventually you'll feel drawn to some people and not drawn to other people. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's important to allow yourself time to go through that process um, to the start to figure that out. Yes. It's kind of like, a, I guess, a maturity 
in business. Yeah. Because, yeah. When you have all those things aligned and you're like, yes, this is what I don't yeah. want. This is what I do want. And yeah. Then, yeah. And I also think that if you're afraid to do it, uh, it's probably the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, totally. Because you got to weigh everything up. But yeah. And, and making like doing that one, if, if it comes to the point where you do one thing for one kind of person, um, yeah. in a service industry in particular, it just makes you stronger anyway. And then yeah, you, know, you get a reputation for specializing in that for those people. Yeah. So you only, yeah, you just get stronger and stronger. You do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you, Carly, I think that for a lot of us, small business life can be lonely. I know that you're happy in your own company. Um, and, but like if you're the only one in your business, you're potentially alone most of the time. You know, you're possibly working at home, so you might not even see other adults all day. Mm. That's the case for me. Once I've dropped off my children on my work days, it's just me riding away here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's probably why I know I rely so much on DMs like the ones you and I have had over the years where mm. we check in or swap ideas or even, mm. you know, pass clients to each other. Um, but do you ever feel lonely in business? And if you do, how do you, I guess, combat it? I actually don't feel don't. lonely very no, because like I talk to people a lot <laughs> online. Like I work with clients one on one. I get out and network when I feel like I need to. I go and have co working days with other business owners. Um, when I feel like I need to hang out with someone. I don't like you said, I'm I like being on my own. I like I'm can be too introverted sometimes. <laughs> I feel like I'm an ambivert though, because I, I can flip either way. But mm. Because I talk to people as often as I do, um, I don't ever feel lonely. However, in the last, it's funny that you asked this question, the last couple of weeks, um, I have—I rent an office space um, in town, in a building in town, in the main street. And the other two people that ha- also work in this same building haven't been around the last couple of weeks. And I found myself not coming in because they're not here and there's no vibe. Oh. <laughs> I've got no one to say hello to. Or, <laughs> yeah, there's just me here in my office by myself and it's very quiet. So I've been like, well, I'll just work from home um, until they're back, which is funny. Like, I normally can't wait to get into the office. So not that it's been lonely. It's just like, well, i got my dog at home and my comfort's at home, so I'll just stay at home. <laughs> But yeah, no, not lonely. Um, I find if, if I do feel like I need to get out, then I'll go and have a co-working day with, um, like my friend Beth, who runs her own business in Bendigo. I'll go hang out with her for a day. I'm going down to Ocean Grove, um, on Thursday night to co-work with Beck from Creative Deco, mm-hmm. um, on Friday. Cause, you know, she's moved down there and I don't get to see her very often. So there's those things that I do quite often as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't ever really feel lonely. No. Okay, cool. I guess yeah. you're already kind of, you've got a couple of strategies anyway to keep yourself connected yeah. to others. So, yeah, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really like about you, Carly, is that you always do things your own way. You throw mm-hmm. out the rule book and <laughs> <laughs> you're not afraid to, to reinvent yourself or your business with the services mm-hmm. you offer or even the ones you retire and the direction you go in in terms of positioning. Um, yeah, I remember, you know, you created, I think it was called SEO night school for a while yeah. there. Um, you've pitched yourself as a speaker. Where does this, yeah. I don't know, almost rebellious independence <laughs> come from? It has always been me way before <laughs> business owner, way before I was an adult. 
is just who I am. I am. I don't like. I don't like being told what to do. Never have. Um, ask my mom; she'll back me up on that. <laughs> I don't know. I have just always gone my own path in, in every way in life. It's just who I am. I don't know, and I don't like rules. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you gotta like the rules, especially when it comes to SEO. There are certain things you have to sort of stick by, of course. Yeah. But I am all for uniqueness and riding my own wave and forging my own path, all those cliches. I don't know. It's just how I'm built. It's how I was born. It's how I am. Well, it totally, like, serves you well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I think so. <laughs> do, you, do you think that it's helpful for business owners, like small business owners, to be a little bit kind of headstrong and rebellious to stand out? Totally. Yes. That's what makes you unique. Mm. You can't be, I don't know, I just don't want to be like the next, you know, web designer or SEO specialist. I want my own Bible, my own thing. Like that's what makes you stand out from your competitors. Um, And it always comes down to who you are as a person because at the end of the day, people are investing in you, the Mm. person, the human behind the business. Yeah, they want to make sure you know what you're doing. You've got the skills to do, you know, a good job for them, but, at the end of the day, they're connecting with you, the person, from the day one to the last day you finish with them. It's about the relationship you build. It's about the transparency, the openness, the trust. It's mm-hmm. the human. Um, yes. Yeah. That's so true. And it's also what SEO is about, which is humans. <laughs> Too totally. often, yeah. So often people There's think, definitely oh. tech elements to it, of course. But, you know, it, it is more connection. As, yes. as well as it is, you know, keywords and optimizing websites. Right? Yeah. yeah. I remember like you, you didn't even have kind of formal branding for years in your no. business. <laughs> <laughs> and you recently, well, you've just done like a brand refresh, which you're about yeah. to splash across everything, I guess. I have. Um, yeah. And you, you shared with me how when the designer presented you with a few killer logo options, you were like, yep, mm. I love them all. Can I use them all? I know. Like, <laughs> and she was like, no. You don't, you just don't do that, and you were seriously like, well, why not? Why, why not? not? I, I want to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's funny. I nearly went with a whole other concept, um, and it's it's so bad that I've never actually had a proper branding kit. Like I've just done it myself, and just be like, oh, that'll do, that'll do. Um, and I'm I'm the worst. I'm shiny. I get shiny object syndrome so bad. Like because I work in design, I see all these cool things all the time. I'm like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. It's not, you know, probably how things are done. But um, but yeah, I decided I really finally had to do a proper brand. Um, and I needed, I don't know, to do things properly, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but yeah, I almost went with a whole other concept because I loved everything that she was offering and she was doing for me uh it made, it made it really hard to decide what to choose and and you're right I had two concepts to choose from and I love them both and I'm like yeah cool I'll go I'll go with both and she's like you can't have both that's not how it works so I'm like why the fuck not like who said you can't have two logos like I can do what I want and I just was like I can and I will <laughs> in the end I didn't because we completely changed um what I was going to do originally I had a last second panic and poor Beth um she would have been pulling her hair out she was getting it all prepared and finalized for me and I'm like wait I don't think it's capturing this part of me and she was like oh okay okay so we went back to the drawing board well not really the drawing board just changed a couple of things with one of the concepts and now I am stoked absolutely stoked with how it's 
come out. I feel like it's really me. It's capturing both my like dark side and my light side and my, you know, my love of black and then my love of bright pink. Like, yeah, it's capturing two sides of me now for sure. Yeah, I'm flushing it all over Instagram at the moment. So. Cool. That's so cool. Um, to, have a, to have a brand that you're proud of and that you're that excited yeah. about, that's the goal, isn't it? Absolutely. I, I know that in your work and mine, that's we play key parts in that and yeah, getting you getting home business owners yeah. to be like, yes, this is it. This is the website I want. This is how I want to position myself. So yeah, I totally yeah. know what it's you're an saying. Exciting feeling. Yes, and it's so cool that you get to have that. Like it's your turn to have that. Party. I know, I know. <laughs> I've been meaning to do this for ages, but you know, you always put your own shit aside to serve your clients. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and you can't always do that. And yeah, I just got to a point where I was like, right, I need to do this properly. Let's yes. get it done. So, yeah. yeah, good for you. You've oh. just grown up a little bit in business. I have <laughs> real <yeah>. branding. <laughs> Growing up. <laughs> um, you do you think that branding is? like the difference between an average and an extraordinary website? Are there any other ingredients Ooh, we need? There's, there's a lot of ingredients <laughs> that we need. My goodness, branding definitely has uh, plays a big role in it um, because, one, we don't want you to look like the rest, basically. Mm. We need you to stand out, not you, the client. We need you to stand out from your competitors. We need, to, we need people to connect with you as the person behind the brand. But so much goes into, you know, a website, like, as you know, content really comes down to it. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had to knock people back for building a website um, because they just don't have content ready to go or they didn't think about, you know, copywriting or they didn't have any branding images and it's just not all there. So now I, I give people a checklist that say if you don't have, proper images, proper product photos, content for each page, all these things, mm. then um, go go away nicely, say that nicely, go away, <laughs> organise all of this, here's what I would be doing, and come back to me when you've got all of this ready because it'll set us both up for a smoother process mm. um, and you'll be much happier with the end result if you've got all of these elements ready to go and ready to hand over to me. So... So much goes into it. And a lot of people don't really realise it until they get my checklist. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm not quite ready. But unless they come to me and ask, they're not probably going to know what they need to do, which is totally fine. Like, ask me all the questions. I'll tell you what to do. Um, But, yeah, branding for sure makes um, good branding makes a difference. Um, to help you, yeah, forge your own path online, I suppose. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely does. Um, yeah, you share, Carly, you share so much on your socials uh, from your, you know, from SEO tips to a bit of your personal mm. life, spirituality even, you know, you talked about yeah. ca- the caravan that you bought a little while ago, which was a goal <laughs> of yours. Um, yes. And, yeah, I feel like so many business owners struggle with the concept of showing up as themselves. And there's a lot of fear around around being yourself and being judged. How do you feel about it? What's like what's your take on showing up as yourself in your business? I think it's probably more important to show up as yourself and your personal life than it is to have this like structure or your strategy that's, you know, not flexible and you've got to post at this time and this day and you've got to post about this on I don't know. That's just not for me. Um I don't have a proper, you know, social media strategy I probably should but I don't I like to win this stuff um but I think again it comes down to 
people who people are going to be connecting with you as the person and the human before they you know sign up for your services they're going to want to know that they can trust you they want to feel like they know you that you're the real deal that you're transparent like so Mm. I think showing up as yourself is incredibly important and not worrying so much about best time to post best hashtags to use blah blah blah. it all happened how it's going to happen um I've 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 found plenty of clients or plenty of clients have come my way just from like watching me on insta stories and they've never even looked at my feed Mm. because they're connecting with me as the person so yeah I think you've got to just go fuck the rules sometimes and just do what feels natural to you what feels right to you and that will attract the ideal client and person to you that's how I look at it yes oh I love that yes I think None of this is going to happen and be sustainable or feel good ultimately if it's not real. Like if you're not, yeah, it's not necessarily about showing ev, like stripping yourself bare and showing everything about your life. You figure out your. But you do have to show. You do have to let people in, though. Like if you're just this rigid, non-open person who doesn't let people in even just a little bit, then it's always going to play in the mind. Like, oh, I'm not really sure. I don't really feel. Like I know them and I feel like they're holding stuff back, then yeah, that could go against you. But of course, you've got to protect your privacy and things as well. But you do what feels right and natural to you. Yeah. Um, And you can't go wrong, I don't think. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And sometimes it is a bit of an emotional roller coaster. Um, You know, there are ups and downs, and like some days you're just not feeling it. Like me, sometimes I just can't get started with writing or I just can't get my mind where it needs to be. Do you, what, do you have those kind of days? And Totally, yeah. <laughs> How do you and handle I, them? I'm, well, sometimes I try and push through it. I know it's never going to end while well doing that. Um, that's the perfectionist in me. And, you know, just, you just push through. You've got to get it done. But at the end of the day, if you're not feeling it, you're not going to produce your best work. Um, yes. So you've got to learn to try and step away, even if that means just going for a walk outside for half an hour mm. or just sitting down and watching mindless TV for 10 minutes or an hour for the day. Um, because it, once you do allow yourself to just, or you let yourself, or you move yourself away from that headspace, and things start to naturally clear up for you, mm. um, and get you back on track. So, yeah, it's tricky though. Yeah, it is, and I think one thing that happens for me often is imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, that it is so normal. I get it. You do, even though you're Probably, so. I get- Independent and yeah. confident. Oh, what do you do? Maybe not imposter syndrome, but I do get comparison. Comparison, You can do it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I look at so much design all the time, and mm. you know, I I get inspiration from other web designers and stuff like that. And I'm on Pinterest all the time, like pinning things for info for clients. And then I look at some websites that other people have made, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so good. Like. I need to get to that point, you know. So I do compare myself sometimes, um, but then I give myself a little kick up the bum and be like, you do you, Carly, you do you. Yes. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But, right. yeah, you can't help it, especially when it's around you all the time. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not something you can completely avoid, I don't think. But you've got to, like I said, tap, tap yourself on the back and be like, 
you're doing you this is you're not a you know you're not them they're them they do what they do you do what you do people come to you because of you blah 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 all those reminders you've got to try and think about but yeah I definitely do get comparison either yeah sure I think when that happens for me in particular it's also I turn to the you know my my business buddies like you and and others like yeah my peers to kind of like say no it's fine you're doing well yes exactly and and I think if you come back to the reason that you're doing this like Mm. whether it's because of the audience or your values or whatever Mm. it is you know your why um yeah that kind of sets you back on steady ground and you're like yep no I'm good I can do this just just a little stumble (laughs) I think also what you can do in those situations to help kick you back onto the right path is to go back and look at the testimonials and the reviews that your past clients have given you reread what they said about you and why they worked with you and what they found you know was most helpful to them by working with you like go back and allow your clients to remind you why they came to you and worked with you in the first place I think that's a helpful little tip yes that is such a good a good thing um people need to be getting those reviews as well (laughs) Yeah. There's so many reasons, but also and don't to be lift, afraid you ask them. No, <laughs> also to boost yourself in those moments of like, oh, the wobbly yeah. moments. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's cool. I love that we're on the same wavelength on so many things. Yeah. It's awesome to to have yeah. you as a um, as a buddy, this buddy. Thank you for chatting Hi. with me, Carly, and letting us explore your story and your wisdom. There's so much value in sharing what's in our heads and I really feel that we don't fully realize how many people we're inspiring just by being ourselves and doing our thing. So thanks. 100%. Yeah. No, thank you. I love talking about this stuff. I love talking with you. We do vibe. We're on the same wavelength with most things. So yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for asking me. No worries. So where can we go to hear more from you, Carly? Uh, you can go to my website, thetechnobird.com.au, which is getting a revamp soon to reflect my new branding. Um, but I'm on Instagram, I'm on Instagram, I'm tragic, I'm always on there. But you're always welcome to skate into my DMs and say hi. Um, I'm on Facebook as well, but I linger mostly on Instagram. So if you want like me straight away, that's where to find me. So my Instagram is at technobird. Awesome. Head there, guys. Carly is awesome. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> Thanks, Rach. Legend. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Head to your podcast player, leave a review and subscribe so we can spread the love to more brave, business-minded women like you. You can find me online at shinecopy.com.au.